Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships. And hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. So have you ever wondered what it would be like to be a porn star? I sure have. Would you ever consider sharing your naughty sex life with the world or the internet? All from the privacy of your own home without the film crew director and producer taking the biggest chunk of the profits? Well, that's what the cam sex business is all about. And on today's show, we're going to take a look at how cam sex really works and how it could change your perspective on sex, perhaps affect your couple and your personal sex life. It's going to be fun. It's going to be juicy. But best of all, it's going to be real. Sure is. I think Carol thinks that there's a camera on. She just took off her bra and like she's already getting into it. I'm she's hot. playing with her what tits. What can I tell you? You are hot, baby. <laughs> but before we get into the show and introduce our guests, we want to take a moment to feature our show sponsor, which is our top waterproof blanket. And, you know, nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not and then I have to sleep in it. So if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof and guarantees to keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets, even if you're a massive squirter like my gorgeous, sexy, hot wife Carol is. You just have to throw it down and get it on and our top waterproof blanket will protect any play space from messy massage oils, silicone lube, and any other sexy wetness. It takes away the worries so you can have a lot more fun. And the best thing is the easy cleanup. When you're done, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. Available in two sizes, jumbo and midsize, and two color combinations. Order yours from Amazon today. Just search Top Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does. All right. This is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carl and David, and we're so excited to welcome back today's guests. Peacock Couple from Two Peacock Productions are amateur porn stars who make a living doing cam sex from their home. Guys, welcome back to the sexy lifestyle. It's so great to have you on our show again. Hi, how are you? We are great. And, you know, you've been guests on our show when you first got started in the camming business. And we heard all about the stumbling blocks and hoops and things you had to go through before you could get your legitimate business built up. So today, after three years of camming, we're going to find out more about how you and your successes have changed your life since then. So I hope you're ready to spill it all. I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just take us... Wait, wait, you guys aren't having sex now, are you? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> uh-huh. Why don't you take, a, se- take a second and remind everybody about how you got into the camming business in the first place. Well, it was, I'll keep it short, it was just an accident. Andy wanted to take a break from swinging, and I told her I couldn't go from heroin to marijuana. I had to do some cocaine in between or something to keep me entertained and so I, I had a harmless idea of let's just make a few porn videos and put them on Pornhub. Then um, the threesomes that we tend to enjoy with single men um, feature a lot of double vaginal penetration and two cocks in the mouth and uh, lo and behold uh, there's millions of men who also fantasize about that as, as well. So, so Surprise, yeah. surprise, surprise. <laughs> And, and uh, so basically, if I, I, I've always told people like if we didn't have that niche, Andy's beautiful, but there's so much so much free porn out there. It's a very very competitive market. Um, that really, I think, without that niche, I, I question how successful we would have been without that element of bisexuality or uh, fraudage. I've heard it called. You know, it's not anal by but it's not perfect it's not arrow straight either right 
Right, exactly. And so since then, since you've started, which I think is like three years now, has it turned out to be as financially satisfying as you expected? Last year, our website made six figures. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, This year won't be as good. (laughs) So it'll probably be closer to 70. But um, nevertheless, um, we got really, really lucky. And I, I don't know why other than the only thing that I can explain it is the niche itself. Um, obviously, Andy's gorgeous. Her smile, um, all those little things help. Um, but I, I have to attribute it to um, finding that one particular niche because um, I, I see a lot of amateur porn. A lot of couples are into it now. I don't want to say we started a trend because there's probably people, um, a few a few uh, Floridians come to mind, actually, that were doing it when I was a teenager the kind of hot wife porn. Mm-hmm. So it's been around a long, long time. And they probably look at us the same way we look at people who are just starting it. Yeah. <laughs> so I try to stay, you know, kind of humble and grounded. But it's, you know, um, we got really lucky. I, I really can't explain it because I, I really don't think that OnlyFans platforms like that, it's not anything to do with the content. I, I, just, I just have to question what is different about your porn that somebody can't just easily Google? You know what I mean? That's that's what I have to want. So, so just clarify, people are spending a, a subscription for your porn or are they buying video by video? Um, it depends, right? So if we, we make a lot of them um, for sale, just the download, but we keep our stuff with other people private, the most private, that's our most cherished product. That stuff is only accessible via subscription. So you mean with other people, you mean a swinging, um, different videos you make with other people that you uh, swing with. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're a lot more generous with the stuff that, you know, we use mostly so to kind of entice other people to try to have sex with us. <laughs> and how do you get other swinger couples to say, yeah, it's okay, you can film us while we're fucking you guys? Because the swinging lifestyle, I mean, we've been it for so long. Uh, most people, uh, you know, don't even want people, their neighbors to know that they're going to a desire yeah. or hedo. Yeah. And here you are putting them on film, fucking them. Yeah, some, some people just have that exhibitionist type persona. And that's kind of what it takes to do porn. It really does. You have to have, like, um, if there's anything noble about doing porn, it's the fact that it's brave. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really don't I really don't like saying things that I do are noble, because they're, they're really not. But, like, if, 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 if there is anything about it that takes bravery, it's that, you know. Um, I, I don't think you can do porn successfully and not have that gene where you want to be watched. I was a trained musician. Andy, I think, had to learn, we talked about this the first time, had mm-hmm. to learn to become confident. Yeah. You know, so it, it's just different. Um, for so so Andy, how are you now? What's your feeling when you know the camera's on you? Do you even pay attention or is it just now natural for you? Oh, it's just natural. It's not, like, I know it's there, but really it's just like a background. It's just like having the TV on. It's just there. I know where to keep myself positioned. Otherwise, it's just natural. It doesn't feel like I can't So all. you honestly are getting into it and you're loving it. The way it looks on film is real. Right, exactly. Yeah, like I, it's like having the camera. I love having the camera and it's just comfortable. Yeah, and she, yeah, did, she, they, she did a great video of herself squirting on our top waterproof blanket. Mm. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> hey, what about the editing? All right. <laughs> <laughs> there was no editing there. That was exactly the way it works and how our blanket absorbs it all. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, I actually, uh, that was a lot of fun to make. It's funny with squirting, though. Like, some days you're really squirting and some days you're not. You know, it just depends on how much you hydrate. Right. Uh, Carol knows so, all about that. Right, and how turned on you get and what the whole scenario is. So, yeah, there are some definitely more wet days than others. That's for sure. <laughs> of course, that day was more of a dry day. Yeah, it was a drier day. <laughs> oh, well, I, I want to be wetter. I'm not. In days I don't think I'm that wet. It's like alcohol. <laughs> Fountain. It relaxes me. So then, yeah. yeah. I, I noticed you squirt a lot when you're when you at least had two or three drinks. Yeah, exactly. Like nonstop. Yeah, I, I guess because you're not even thinking about it, you're just enjoying and maybe getting more aroused and uh, lose your inhibitions and you're not holding back and you just let it all out. 
Exactly. Yeah, we know all that. We know that story as well. And so in order to make a living doing this, you have to, I guess, be really good editors and know when and how long that the audience know when to cut your your scenes and how long the audience wants to watch for. What is the optimal amount of time that your video lasts? Um, it depends on, depends on the platform. We do everything from like hour and 45 minute vacation videos, like where I document, like we'll go to Tampa or whatever, and then I'll just record her a bunch the whole weekend. Um, those turn out really long. But for something that for Pornhub, I make sure it's like a minute minimum of 10 minutes. 10, 10 to 15 minutes seems to be the right amount. Um, you know, it just depends. And then we make little cute videos that are more like um, strip teases, if you will, yeah. I guess I would call them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty much what we do. I, I use those to kind of learn my editing software, to be honest, because it does so many things that I don't even know what can do. And my video editing from when we, when you and I first t- uh, talked is completely different than it is now. You know, it's just having editing software made a tremendous difference. So I would highly, if people are serious about it, I, I, I would give it a year using apps um, on your phone because you can do some basic editing functions on your phone. Um, but then after a year or so, um, if you, if you're, pretty sure you want to continue down this road um investing in a a mac and editing software will save you a tremendous amount of time so in terms of time how much time do you spend filming and how much time do you spend editing i can knock out a half hour video in like 10 minutes oh cool it's just you just because you start learning um like so say you're filming two people have sex i don't leave a lot of the talking so unless it's particularly funny (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, it's you. You kind of have a sense of what talking will leave in and which, which not. You know, like when the dog walks in the room. Obviously, nobody wants to watch that. <laughs> or like, oh, we need a water break. Oh, how do you go to the bathroom? Or Franklin jumps. Up <laughs> yeah, bed. exactly. Or Fruggle, he jumps on the bed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah. So you just kind of get good at it, and it's just on the phone. It's just so much more cumbersome. Everything takes longer, you know, and when you sign a computer, you can do your editing and then your export, you can walk away from the computer, you know, even while that's exporting. Right. It's the, it's the moving around of the large files that's actually the more time-consuming thing, but it's, you just let it go in the background on your computer and you just kind of forget about it, so it's really not that all right let's move on let's talk a little bit about social media and all the crap that's going on with tumblr and instagram and snapchat and facebook and more and more they're clamping down on um all sexual content basically right? and, and even content that's not sexual that the bots are picking up that thinks is sexual and it's just it's just crazy and the shadow banning and everything that's uh, that's happening out there yeah um, I, well, number one, I would recommend you get onto a platform like ShareSome um, that's specifically for um, cam models basically to promote themselves. Um, I would not participate in the plain token thing that they have on there. It doesn't seem like a good deal to me, but it's, a, it's another platform. So when you, when you hashtag things, that's what the things are, that's what the bots or whatever are picking up. Number one, I think the no, number one thing people need to realize is that less than two to three percent of your social media followers will ever click through to your website or listen to your stuff they're just there to consume free stuff which is you know totally fine so i don't think you should panic if twitter all of a sudden decides to take away everything um it didn't do damage to the porn stars um when tumblr went down you know, it's unfortunate that it happens, but I really don't think it's that critical. Uh, from my experience, the best thing that you can do, if, if you're selling porn, you know, I can't speak to other other things. Um, but as far as porn goes, your tube site presence has more to do with your sales than social media. I think, I think social media followers are vastly overvalued. Um, We'll find out, though, <laughs> when, when uh, Twitter finally goes the way of Tumblr, which I suspect that's where they're headed. So, Wow. And why do you say that? I, I think that once you have a group of people who are okay 
with silencing other people based on their speech. It's it doesn't take a, a genius to realize that sex and sexuality is also offensive. It's highly charged. Um, and if you're already sensitive about speech, I, I don't see any reason to believe why you wouldn't be sensitive about sex or sexuality. Mm-hmm. I think it's all part and parcel of the same fragile psyche that Dave Chappelle was joking about in his latest special. I mean, it's, it's, I, I think it's kind of inevitable. So, you know, um, for our listeners out there, um, they've probably heard that uh, we, can, we sell a waterproof blanket. It used to be called Throws of Passion. And now, uh, if you're asking yourself why it's called the Top Waterproof Blanket, is because we had major issues with Amazon. And we sell a sexual wellness product. It's a, it's a kink-size waterproof blanket that you put on your bed for massages, for, for whatever. It's also used for pets. It's used for babies. It's used for incontinence, for period. It just protects everything from wetness. And because it was called Throws of Passion, Amazon kept putting us into the adult category. In the end, we had to change the name to Top Waterproof Blanket, and now it's in, it's okay on the regular search because once you're in uh, the adult category on Amazon, you don't get searched by the general search criteria. You have to go into their um, adult side. And it was just crazy that we're just selling a blanket and um, we had to change the name because of the bots picking up specific words related to um, what they assumed or felt was sexual and it was just a blanket. See, I thought it was a marketing decision too. That's why I was so interested in, in you guys making that change because when you guys made that change, you guys had the little picture of the dog on the couch on the blanket. I was like, oh yeah, we could have saved our couch with this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is good for that, absolutely. Well, we did that specifically to show Amazon that it's used for many different things. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I think it's a good move for you guys. Um, You know, it it sucks that it had to happen um, the way that it did, I suppose. (laughs) But, you know, I, I think it can end up working in your favor, hopefully. Well, yeah, so far it's been so good. So uh, now that we have it uh, with the, out the word passion, which I think was the, the word that was making the bots think it was an adult product, and now we're selling the general pot. We haven't had any issues since then. So and sales are good. Yeah, exactly. It's still a great blanket. We have 115 five-star reviews on the blanket, and um, the reviews are all about how it's made people's sex lives better and how it's protected <laughs> their furniture and how their wives have been able to let go and, and have big orgasms, but we can't use the word throws the passion because it's just not like by those bots who are out there, which have no uh, gray area, right? It's black or white. Yep, exactly. But like I was getting to earlier, it, I think it's part and parcel. Once you're okay, free speech is one of those things. If there, it's one of those funny things. It's either all or nothing at all. I, I really firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. And once you start parsing who can say what, it's just it's inevitable that that sex is going to be on some politician's virtue signal list because it's such an easy target. Um, so absolutely, we'll see how, we'll see how things shake out. <laughs> yeah, it's time for a quick break. We are talking with Peacock Couple from Two Peacock Productions, all about cam sex as a business. And when we come back, we're going to get deeper into how their cam sex at home is affecting their marriage, and positively or negatively. We're going to find out soon. This is a sexy lifestyle with Carolyn David. Stay tuned. All right, uh, let's talk about one of our sponsors, our, one of our favorite places to go on the planet, and it is Hedonism 2 in Jamaica. And we're going to invite everyone to join us as we broadcast live from the world's most iconic adult playground, which I just said was Hedonism 2 in Negril, Jamaica, December 14th to 27th for the inaugural Hedo event, Repeat Offenders Reunion Days. As Hedo celebrates your loyalty with the lowest rates of the year, starting at $150 per person per night, whether you've been there three times or 15 times or you want to try it out for the very first time, this is the time to go and save a whole lot of money. Meet up with old friends or make lots of new friends. We're going to be there too. We will. And we're going to take a minute also to talk about Young Swingers Week, which is put on by Brett and his group. And we got a shout out to this whole group. And I got to tell you, we've been talking about this trip for the last couple of months. It is almost sold out. Brett and Young Swingers Week is taking over Hedonism March 21st, 28th, 2020. And they're taking over all 280 rooms. And I was talking to Brett this morning and there are only 
20 rooms left for the trip in March. Um, the group is all between 25 and 45. So go check out our website, thesexylifestyle.com for more information about this and all the other events. All right, let's get back to the show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we are talking with Mrs. and Mr. Peacock all about cam sex and marriage. So to get back into this whole discussion about you guys doing porn in your home, we want to find out from you if everybody knows or anybody knows in your family, friends, neighbors, that this is what you do in your home. <laughs> go on, Andy. <laughs> complete opposite. My family... The only one that really knows is my sister and brother-in-law because they ask, but they don't talk about it ever. They know, but it's like undercover. It's like, like the military. Under- don't ask, don't tell. Right, exactly. My family knows. I know they know, but they like pretend like it's not there. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's weird, but they know, but they don't know. So they don't they ask know. you about your work and how's work going? No, they'll ask me about my regular job. Okay. Gotcha. So I got a funny story for you guys. So has anybody that you know ever like family, friends, work acquaintances come up to you and said, Hey, I saw you guys fucking on, on Pornhub or I saw you guys fucking on whatever um, channel was out there. Has it ever happened to you? All right. So, so here's our story. Carol and I did an episode of Sex with Sunny Megatron, and we did an episode on dogging where we were fucking in a junkyard, and people showed up and were watching. And we filmed it, I don't know, three years ago in October. And it came out at Christmas, and we said, okay, you know, somebody's going to see us. It was on Showtime, and nobody said a word. <laughs> and then, and then a year went by, and we saw it was it went out in Canada and Australia and Italy, and it was it was like a big show. We were on the show called Fantasy. It was a season finale, and then I came to September of that year, and I went to I played in a softball tournament. We got to the tournament, and one of the guys came up and said. Uh, hey, I saw you guys on this Sex with Sunny Megatron and I had to watch it like a hundred times to make sure it was you. And then a guy next to him said, yeah, we saw it too. And another guy said, yeah, we saw it too. And another guy said, we saw it too. And my whole team said, yeah, we saw it too. And like a hundred guys were talking about the fact that they saw us and nobody had brought it up to us. I wonder why. Yeah, uh, I I think it's, um, I mean, how do you, how do you like, Broach that subject though. Like, say you work at like Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're gonna walk in and be like, "Hey, I was jerking off last night." Exactly. But people, is it because people don't want to admit that they're watching shows about sexuality? How bad is that? I think, I think so. I think that has more to do with it than anything. It's like the people are un- are uncomfortable with that topic. And again, we're getting back to the speech issue it's like well you know maybe there'd be less perverts if we actually were able to have a conversation about sex the, the right. society right. says sex well, isn't good stigma. it's, it's a, a stigma. stigma that's around yeah, it th- then oh. we got then we got home and my brother said hey i saw you carol's brother said hey i saw you <laughs> and it's like why didn't you guys bring it up and it's, it's like that saying i watch porn i do this i do that we know in the swinging community that it's okay to talk about sex and sexuality and all the different sexual adventures and fantasies we want to live out but society in general that's not cool but even the sex scene that we did was not porn it did not show genitals i mean you could tell that we were fucking there's no doubt about it but it was very well edited and certainly there was nothing showing except my tits and david's butt oh yeah we brought our blanket and you saw carol squirt on the hood of a junk car that was pretty hot (laughs) yeah it was your blanket is like in every one of our videos yay we have to to send you the new one we just have it's red and uh, charcoal gray right just came out that's We'll send you another one for sure. So you guys are not out. So that was on one side, which is Andy on Mrs. Peacock's side. It's just not talked about. They know, but they don't want to talk. It's like confidential information. Right. Right, exactly. Now, do you guys feel that it's uh, the, the stigma around it? Do you guys feel that you feel somehow dirty by doing it? Or for sure, it's not an issue for you? Honey, I love feeling dirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, then there you go. <laughs> it's 
the opportunity, he tells everyone. And I enjoy making people uncomfortable. Yeah. So that's a deadly combination. And <laughs> yeah, you'll tell the neighbors. Yeah, our neighbors know. Everybody knows. He'll tell I don't the cleaners, care. It's like not a big deal. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Because, like, for me, like, I'm a teacher. Like, I teach guitar lessons. So I, well, that's what the nice thing about our job has been. We were going to have Andy quit um, first, but she unfortunately has more to do with our health insurance. So she's going to stay employed. And I'll, this we'll get into this uh, when we get into the poor thing and working with the pros. Uh, but I, we really think it's important for us to still work other than poor. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that makes grounded. sense. Yeah, it's certainly because it's unstable. You don't really know what's going to happen. And what if there. you have a bad sex injury or something? Like you pull a muscle <laughs> in your cock. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's the health insurance factor, and then even if the health insurance wasn't a factor, I still think we should work, you know? Um, So, but fortunately, I was able to go back to teaching guitar, but what that does is, though, I'm kind of in the luxurious position. If somebody doesn't like what I do, I can... I'm kind of my own boss, so I don't really care. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I, I can't really judge others when they say they don't want other people to find out. Mm-hmm. But I would have to advise that person being in porn is a committed thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Andy doesn't, Andy's already did modeling for her with her ex-husband on some level too. So she's comfortable with the camera before I even met her. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, we just don't care. And I think when you have the attitude, if, if, if you have the attitude that you don't care, People don't mess with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is. But if you like go make it really, really hard to find out and you show that you care if people find out, people, I think, are more likely to use it against you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, yeah, it could be. That's just human nature. So you had mentioned about working with the professionals. What exactly does that mean? <laughs> well, we fucked our first porn star. Oh, yay. <laughs> and, well, well, before I, I have to preface this, everything I'm about to divulge I, I said to his face, so I'm not trying to be two-faced. He's a nice guy, very nice human being. Wish him the best of luck. Uh, but it was just enlightening um, the amount of work that is behind actual porn. And it kind of reminded us that the little homemade videos that we make are not real porn. <laughs> so, That's why they are. Yeah, yeah. So he was. He just told us the, some of the realities of the industry, and it's kind of, some of it's pretty scary. For instance, I don't know, most people, I didn't know about it until we met him. He had to, he didn't have to, but he used something called Trimix. It's an injection in your dick. Oh, okay. He, he seemed like a very sweet person. The vibe that I got from, from him was, He's been doing that so long, he's afraid to try without it now at this point. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so you're saying that's to keep his cock hard? So um, I told, I, you know, I again, I, I was honest with him. I told him that what I thought what he was doing was not good for his health. So I was totally honest with him in person. And then, you know, he does steroids, but this is not an attack on him. They all do it. That's the thing. <laughs> like He said that's just the way that it is especially in the gay porn, because he happens to be more of a gay porn uh, star. Um, it was just pretty scary. <laughs> like, I, I can't really think of any other way to describe no, it. No, but he said it was like hours. There'd be days. Like, yeah, he yeah, had to yeah. inject himself a couple times. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God, how like, do you do that? Do like a six-hour shoot, he used two or three of those injections. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's crazy. But that's why... <laughs> That's why we always say that porn is for entertainment. It's like watching the movie The Fast and the Furious. Nobody really drives that way. It's all set up. It's edited. It's extra pieces are put in there. And porn is like that. A guy can't stay hard for six hours. And the positioning and all the different things that that are are put onto camera in porn is just plainly for entertainment. Carol and I use it. And we always tell other people to use porn as a something to open up dialogue about pushing their boundaries and fulfilling some fantasies and talking about, hey, could we try this? Can we do that? And you're not going to do it like they do in a porn film. You're going to do it as it's good for your couple and you guys can do it the first time and try it and laugh about it and try it again. Or maybe it just isn't for you, but at least it opens up that dialogue about something you've never seen before. 
And I, that's what yeah. we love about amateur porn because it's you guys really having sex with each other. You know each other's bodies so well. You really want your partner to enjoy themselves and to come and have real orgasms. That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. We, we tend to forget the camera's even rolling most of the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going, going back to the, the actual pro stuff, I mean, David, I'm sure if Carol did the dirtiest, nastiest thing that you love, your ultimate turn on all day, you could probably maintain a six-hour hard-on, but that's the, that's the thing about porn is this is their job. It's not always hot. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of times you're in sex with people somebody set up for you, mm-hmm. right? You might not even be attracted to that person. So, you know, maintaining... We, we've had all-day fuck sessions, you know, no problem, but it's not our job, you know? And so you have to kind of be sympathetic to, to them when they're in those positions because, I mean, um, like the guy that we happen to work with, he's mostly straight at doing gay porn. That's you know? even harder then, and certainly if you're not gay yourself. But then what were, what were you doing with him? Can you share? Yeah, uh, we did... Um, I tried to keep it like an amateur swinger meet as best as I could. I didn't want to do anything overly scripted. Um, so we just met him in his hotel room. Uh, we started off with some by play, but the chemistry between them was really good. So I did mostly just filming them two together. I kind of just rolled with it and they were having a good time. So I just, you popped in here and there, yeah, but, popped in here and there, but you guys had good chemistry together. So yeah. I just let that flow. You popped, you popped in where? Was he <laughs> ass mouth? Oh, he, I mean, oh it, my God. it was good. It was really hot. I like, I almost thought I was going to break inside. I'm like, oh my God, it's so hard. His dick hard. was gigantic. It was gigantic. Yeah. He was pounding me like, motherfucker. Yeah, like, he fucks like a bunny rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> really hard. It's like, ah, he's like a machine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my he's God. rougher with guys, though. I've watched his scenes. He's a lot rougher with guys. With guys, he's like, that's cool he's a good looking guy too I mean, i'm getting like, wet just listening to this mm. <laughs> I mean, he was like a uh, really good looking guy i don't know if you guys saw him or not but like he's like strikingly yeah. good looking mm-hmm. The scary part, and I told him this in person, like he's four years younger than us. Something like that. But he looks older than us when you meet him. And I have to believe it's the toll of that lifestyle on his body, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's a lot of staying up late. There's a lot of going out partying. There's a lot of things that go along with the the real foreign lifestyle that we... Meeting him was really good for us because it reminded us that's hot and all, but that's not for us. You know what I mean? We're not going to go that route, you know? But it seems like you guys have found your formula. And I know maybe you said this year you're not going to be as big as last year. But if the formula works for you and you're still having fun with it three years later and you do want to continue with it, then certainly uh, I think you guys have found the right thing. Yeah, we have a blast. I mean, I think... We're going to Vegas. She's very excited about Vegas. So. <laughs> well, this will be new because I haven't been to Vegas since my, my ex, and this is before we even started swinging. Oh, so that's cool. Totally new. That's yeah. cool. Okay, yeah. now I really want to hear about your gay experiment. I know you mentioned it, and we're just dying to hear this story. Oh, gay experiment. You're more fancy. Like, oh, no, he's not bi. He's gay. I'm like, no, he's not. Uh, <laughs> let me just preface this by the more... Anal sex I have, the less I like it. <laughs> okay. That's I, think, I think you're, Carol's in the same boat. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, so, so, like, um, Andy wanted to see me with a twink, right? Uh, twink is the gay term for, like, uh, kind of a feminine feminine guy. Okay. Um, a skinny body. Um, somebody I can manhandle, you know? And so, like, she wanted to see it. So, the problem is um, most gay guys are pretty allergic to pussy. I don't know why, <laughs> okay. but, but they're kind of afraid of it. Um, so it's really, it's, it's harder than you would think to, to accomplish. So I went to this place called Steamworks, um, and it's basically a gay bathhouse, right? And so I went a bunch of times. Um, I worked out naked, which I loved, by the way. I would strongly encourage all of you to do that. That is <laughs> a lot of fun. And, like, uh, so I'm 
I kind of go a few times, I warm up, you know, some oral, you know, this and that. And eventually I had like fucked two or three guys all with protection and I'll get into why. Um, but it's, it's, it's something, it's something different, <laughs> but like, uh, I wanted it to kind of get in turn in tune with, if I was going to do it in front of Andy and do it in front of the camera, I needed it to know that I could do it off camera. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So you so, pretended to be gay. So the guys thought you were gay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable with my body. The way I see my sexuality with somebody who's other than Andy whether it's male or female, I see them as a sex toy and that's hot to me. Mm -hmm. So I like attention. So whether it's a girl worshiping my cock or a guy, I'm just happy I'm being worshipped. So (laughs) I can get off on certain things mentally without it having to be gender specific, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, no, so I did a few guys. Um, I then I actually met a one guy, two guys that recorded with me, like, uh, like actually on camera. Um, and you know, it's ain't the butt just does not feel as good as the pussy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just not the same, but, um, going to a gay bathhouse, there's a lot of bi couples. There's a lot more bi couples now than I would say that there were three to five years ago. Um, I think that's a fair statement. I think um, it's I think it's fair also to say that people are okay at sharing that information with other people or more than they did before. So, so let, 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 let me let me just ask you a question here, okay? I'm going to yeah. I'm going to go sideways a little bit. All right. So, obviously, you know, playing anal is is something that that you are comfortable with within your couple. Uh, pegging has gotten much, much more uh, socially fun of late. So, Andy, have you put on a strap on and done uh, Anthony up the butt? Like, do you guys play like that yeah. as a couple? Hey, I'm a top, okay? So, <laughs> <laughs> that, no, I have not. We have not gotten that far. I am strictly a top. Yeah. No, but I mean, even if I had the inkling, it's not like. Not, I've done it a couple times with Max, and it was never something that was like. Oh, you did something that gross. It was gross. So I mean, that's the thing. It's not like that to bring me back. It's not that you. It's just like. And I'm not, not trying to talk shit about the guy, but I know he didn't shave his ass, and I'm a courteous man. You know what I mean? I shaved my ass before I expect anybody like, to give me the business. Clean is the clean. <laughs> clean is important. All right, you know what, guys? We have to move on because we're going to get into some naughty stuff about you guys as a couple. So time for a break right now let's just remind everybody that we are carol and david and we're having an amazing discussion with peacock couple all about making a living with cam sex so when we come back we're going to be getting into our favorite segment great sex matters all right this segment of the sexy lifestyle with carol and david is sponsored by the stc croatian cruise get ready to experience stc's famous foam parties deck parties and erotic live shows or simply savor all the sexy couples that stc has to offer including us Departing from Venice, Italy, August 29, 2020, for seven sensual nights and eight glorious days of visiting some of the most historic cities in Europe, throughout Croatia and the Eastern Mediterranean. Come party with us on a full ship of open-minded, sexy couples and find yourself swept into a dream world of such incredible beauty and sensuality that it'll take your breath away. For more information about this trip or any other event, please visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And if you want some real, credible information covering all topics about sex, sexuality, and relationships, go to thesexylifestyle.com. We are chatting with Peacock Couple from Two Peacock Productions. And now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to have great sex. No, no, no. We get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. And, you know, there's no doubt that you guys are having great sex because we're hearing it all the time and we're hearing it in your voices and you're passionate about what you do and you're sharing it with the world. But my question is, how do you keep your sex life hot and spicy just for the two of you so that you can continually make new content? The number one thing we do when we involve the camera, we tend to do it in chunks. Like we'll just pick one weekend where we record a lot and then we don't record again for like a month or two. So that's just the way we but keep then, it kind of balanced. Right? But how do you keep it spicy while you're doing that? 
Well, that's what keeps it spicy is that we're not recording too much and we're not having unreported sex too much. It's, Plus the build up to that one day, it's like, oh, we just had all our hot sexy sex. Like, not all, nothing. It's not during the time, but like we're filming. It's like, ooh, we can do this on the camera this time. Let's do this. Because we have regular weeknight sex like any other couple, which sometimes we throw on the camera, sometimes we don't. But I think the number one thing, if you're going to dabble in porn, if you want to keep it fun, especially for the woman, from my experience, um, a woman doesn't want to report every single time she has sex with her partner, especially, you know, her husband. She wants some level of intimacy, something that there's that's kept between them. And I think that's important for a relationship, you know, so we really don't record every time we have sex. And it's still to this day, three years later, a lot of times our best sex is still off camera. Well, that's great to hear because that's the whole idea about being married and enjoying your sex life. And you're just making this a fun add on to your sexiness. Like we say, this is how you're spicing up your sex life and living happy, healthy and horny. But then um, do you actually plan your scenes that you're going to do? So now, you know, your weekend's coming up and you're thinking about it. do you actually like get props and plan your scenes or do you just go with the flow? Yes and no. <laughs> it, depends on- it depends. It depends on. Okay, so for instance, I bought this like um, base for like the suction cup dildo to sit on. Mm-hmm. So we know that we're going to use that. We just don't know when. Mm-hmm. So we'll just kind of wait for it. We have it in our back pocket, and you know, if we're dry on ideas, we're like, oh, we can do this, you know. And then, it, even though it was planned. It still feels spontaneous. Yeah, or say if so, I have like a certain outfit, like, oh, I can wear this outfit and this outfit, you can show it off. And this, right. you can go read it on and something else. Yeah, it's, so it's just. We have a whole, we have so many ideas we never got to. It never really feels like pressure. And we always try to keep the pressure off. And that's why we, again, we, we're glad we work with a pro so that we know that we don't want to go that route. Oh, you know, yeah, no. it sounds, it feels like a lot of work. And, when we started this we said to each other you know if it ever interferes with our relationship we're going to stop but so far it hasn't and I think the number one thing that keeps it that way is that we don't plan anything no (laughs) little little ideas like just so we have a guy that's kind of kind of plan so so you guys you guys are swingers like we are and you have been for a while and we know that in the swinging lifestyle it's the woman who drives so andy within your amateur cam sex uh, world um are you the person who comes up with a lot of the ideas and and drives them even though you know anthony is doing the editing and producing and all that stuff are you more of the creative person and says why don't we try this or do that or while you're fucking you're the one that says hey you know move over here uh not really (laughs) i've never been like even in regular work life and like anything i'm not the one to be like let's do this let's try this i'm always like what ideas do you have? What do you want to do? And I'd be like, I'll say yes or no, or like, well, maybe we'll do a little something of that and a little something of it. I'm, oh, what, what are you thinking? <laughs> I mean, I'll get something I don't want to do. She doesn't like to drive. She I don't really like to drive. If I don't want to do it, I'll say, no, we're not doing that. But it's, most of the time, it's like, yeah, we can try that. Okay. It's rare that I bring you an idea, though, that you flat out reject. Because right, no. I know what your limits are, so I know what not to Well, I'll be like, well, we can be like, well, we can kind of do that with this, and for most of the time, I'm like, okay, that sounds fine. Or you're like, oh, okay, it's just blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. we, we have a weird dynamic. So, like, for us, I'm not saying this is going to work for everybody else, but we kind of joke that all she really does is show up and put a smile on her face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what I have to do is, like, kind of create a scenario that feels as natural for her as possible. So like, give her her time to have her couple drinks, give her her time to have the half hour getting to chat with the guy or the couple before. With a couple, we might spend like two or three hours with them before we ever play. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just for Andy to feel comfortable with them. Because our rule for swinging, which trumps any of our rules for porn, is as you said, the woman steers. So I, I kind of find who I think might work 
we meet them and then Andy gets a feel for them. And then if she's like not feeling it, she gives me a signal and I, I, I cut the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So, so um, you know, it's, for, it, it's about managing for the woman. It's just so much more of a, a women get turned on between the ears, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. has to have that time with, Whoever we're with, getting a feel for him. Yeah, because a there. picture of somebody's dick does nothing for her, really. You know what I mean? It just welcome, like, oh, welcome to Carol's world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But nice, but I'm like, who's attached to? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly that. It just makes like so much sense. And so, do you guys still share fantasies together? Andy, do you have do you have a fantasy that you haven't fulfilled yet? I've never done in the brain. The actual ring. We kind of did. We almost did. We almost did at the campground, but then yeah. the bugs were so bad. We got yeah. we got our asses chewed up in Wisconsin. Uh. The campground. But doing it in the forest was not on the list. Yeah, no. <laughs> we we fucked in the forest, and then like the mosquitoes were so bad, we were literally running out of the forest uh. naked. Uh. <laughs> but I'm like, I want it like I don't know got to be like a perfect moment it's dark out but not too dark and it's like rain but not heavy and it's hard yeah all the plants need to they, they doesn't happen it, I've had this one forever and ever it but never it, happens that it, means it will be special when it does happen yeah but, I, and she knows my, my biggest fantasy is and always will be her being naughty um, I'm not really into guys I'm into women who love cops that's always been right. my turn on since I was a teenager you know what I mean? Whoever the slutty girl was at the party, that's the girl I, I ask out on a date. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's just who I've always been. <laughs> so she, a lot, I'll be honest, like a lot of what we do, she does to make me happy. Well, that's how you are afterwards. No, they don't want to know. Yeah, she, her favorite part of the entire experience is I look at her the way that I did the first night we met mm-hmm. when she's not Mm-hmm. you know and and that's what she likes and it puts that fire back because we you know we're you know like any parents we're wiping asses we're cooking dinners we're cleaning dog hair we're we're, homework, you know whatever doctor, you know, all stuff. it's you know all that, all that stuff wears on you and your sexuality you know it really does so um I, i'm really happy that we do porn because just like our first podcast it reminds us to make time for each other. Yeah, and it, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the most important thing in a relationship too because time just just gets eaten away with all the regular mundane stuff and that's what yeah. we hear the most of, well, I don't have time for sex, I don't have time for sex, which is really not true because you just have to make your priorities in the right place and this, you right. found a way to push yourselves to have that great sex and it's exactly what we do too. We definitely, not that we schedule it, but we know we have to put the time aside. Otherwise, we're not going to have a great relationship. Are you guys still both working? No, no, no. 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 We haven't worked for a year and a half. Our, our job, our job is doing our radio show, uh, traveling, um, doing our radio show, and selling our top waterproof blanket. That's yeah. what we do full time. Yeah, that's what we work on every day. Right. We're very happy for you. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was able to go back to teaching guitar, which is what I was doing when we met. Chiefs has a job interview um, and hopefully a step up in her career. And I... If we were, if we had like a swingers club, we would probably quit and do that full time because it's still a <laughs> job. Yeah. You know, but um, with porn being the other job, we don't ever want to be porn full time. Oh, yeah, I get that part too because you know, and you never know what what you're going to feel like or how you're going to feel about it. Because I really, I think, then I don't. You can uh, clarify this. Do you now have a different perspective of what sex is all about for you guys now that you've you're so sexually active? No, I've always been horny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still just as pleasurable as it was when you first started this camming. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, even okay. guess last night was fucking awesome off camera. Right. Just explosive I think if yeah. we lived in the same city as these guys Anthony and I would get in big trouble together <laughs> I'm pretty sure of it with you two girls we would get in big trouble because I'm always horny too <laughs> yeah it's but it's it's the girls that keep us grounded mm-hmm. aren't they mm-hmm. 
We wouldn't get shit done without them. <laughs> now, now this kind of, this kind of job that you're doing really involves a lot of collaboration with the two of you. You have to be working together. You have to be checking things out, and all of this takes a lot of work together. Has your relationship evolved at all since these past three years? No, because I'm just being honest. I handle everything. My job is to keep. She's she's the main event, right? So picture her. She's Marilyn Monroe. I'm like this like roadie for her, basically. I make sure that all the stars align for Andy. Make sure she's calm. Make sure that everything's on time. <laughs> you know, and then I gotta get a heart on while I'm worrying about like camera angles and the lighting. And, you know, and she's just standing over there sipping her cocktail, <laughs> standing in her robe. When is my scene? <laughs> you know? Well, that's okay. But, it works. All right, but, but but I think I think what Carol was asking is aside from the camming and the sex you do on film, has your relationship as a couple, Andy and Anthony, changed and grown um, since you started doing the cam sex? For us, I don't think so um, because we were so used to orgies. The camera really doesn't feel like anything, at least to me. No. No, because even when I got divorced, I knew it's like, this is the lifestyle I wanted. It's, I knew you were already used to not cameras, but you were, you know, you were already in it. So. Maybe we would feel different if, I, and I was talking to a porn producer about this. Um, a lot of a lot of these major studios, like say you, say just for shits and giggles, if you and Carol decided to shoot for score, they wouldn't want to shoot David because they don't know if he can perform under the lights, so to speak, right? And I have to say, because we use phones to record everything and our lighting is minimal, it's a different experience when somebody's holding like a giant camera Mm -hmm. and there's like these giant Mm -hmm. spotlights, Mm -hmm. it's a much different experience. Mm -hmm. And I can understand why it's a lot more difficult to perform in those scenarios than just the comfort of our bedroom. You know, mm-hmm. so no, I get that. That makes sense because really, you feel like you're just making love with each other and having a great time and getting yeah. naughty and getting sexy and doing all that fun stuff. But it's just still the two of you with your uh, fun friends. That if you're in a swinger situation that you're filming, but otherwise you're having like real sex. It's not even a performance. Yeah, it yeah, really isn't. Really so that's why you can't really compare what we do to porn. To mm-hmm. Porn, like they porn put it, porn. they earn their money. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way. That's mm-hmm. just, that is not an easy job. You know, it really is not an easy job. No, so. absolutely. So, so listen, we're coming to the end of our show, and we always like to start, end the show with some great advice. What would you guys say would be the top two things that any couple should do before they embark on any public displays of sexuality, whether they want to put something up on Twitter or a platform like yours? There's lots. <laughs> well, number one, make sure your woman is on board because that's I, gonna say, yeah, yeah, that's number one. It, I've seen so many couples where the you know on camera, that's not fun for anybody. You gotta let the woman drive. Number it's one, gotta be hundred percent perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, we've had so many couples in this like that where it's like you, she kind of is on board, but then you're like, I'm talking to her, and I'm like, you're not there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, and then the second thing is if you're going to do porn you, or post things on the internet or whatever, you need to figure out before you do it what your level of comfort with exposure is. Because, like, for us, we don't care if people know. We don't. Mm-hmm. So we made that decision. That's good for us. If people don't like that we do porn, well, that's their freaking problem. Mm-hmm. It's not our problem. And plus, we have, like, Illinois block, you know, so... If, you know, it's it's relatively safe, um, but we're committed to it. Um, if you're scared about your face being out there, um, you better be good at face blurring or get some masks or do something, you, you know what I mean? Or you can take pictures in such a way that you really never show your whole face. Right. But you need to have a plan, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, figure out what your level of comfort is and just make sure that you're smart because once it's on the internet, it's out there forever. forever. Mm-hmm. No, that's really good advice. So do you guys have like this fantasy couple that you'd like to fuck on film? Well, <laughs> we try to fuck you guys. <laughs> we like to try to again. 
<laughs> well, we did fuck you guys, just not on film. You That's guys are right. awesome. Stars still line again. Yeah, when are you guys coming back to town? I don't really know. Well, I think um, it's something that's titillating for us, and um, we can talk off um, offline about trying to put something together, and um, we would be more than happy and excited and titillated to do some uh, amateur porn with you guys. Ooh. So are you more comfortable with it now that you're job free? Probably that's the reason, yes. You know, we're like your guys. We... we <laughs> We, we came out we came out to the world when we um, started our radio show uh, we um, do so many interviews and we're on uh, radio shows and we're in magazines and we're in newspapers that um, it would have been impossible to hide it and like you said earlier people just have to live with it we haven't lost any friends we have a great time opening up discussions about talking about sexuality my whole baseball league knows about it and i can't tell you how many guys pull us aside and say hey my wife and i want to and i do you know it's so important for society to know it's important to talk about sex and to have great sex and so many people don't know what they don't know so you know i don't like using the word it's our mission but because we are out there we love talking about sex and sexuality and relationships that's why our show has become so successful and um for us to do something a little bit different and and show people that hey it's okay to have you know sex on on film uh, we've never even filmed ourselves at home having sex so um i think you guys have given us a little bit of um um, something to think about something to think about and uh, definitely I think we could uh, find some time to put it together and then we'll tell all our listeners where they can find it yeah and I think you know it's being a swinger you can be a completely private swinger your entire swing life um, but when you start putting things on the internet you, you do have to be all in even if it's not porn that's putting that's a danger when you guys had regular vanilla jobs being anything with you know, sexuality, like like the Amazon blanket issue. It's you, you don't know who's going to take an exception to it. Right. So all I'm saying is be prepared and, you know, be all in. Um, and I think if you have the attitude like you do and we do of, you know what, this is who we are. Either you can accept it or not. People tend to leave you alone. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. Or live through you vicariously. <laughs> yeah, which is more the case on our side. <laughs> All right, guys. That was an amazing show. Uh, we always love having you on board, and we look forward to seeing you in the coming months, uh, maybe on one of our trips to Hedonism or one of the cruises. Um, oh, we'll yeah. yeah, absolutely. And we really appreciate all the great advice that you gave us. Uh, why don't you take a second or two seconds to tell everyone uh, where they can find you and how they can reach out to you if they have questions. Well, we keep it simple. Um, BeacockCouple.com. Um, that's the number one place to find us. Our email address is on there. You can email us anytime. We're happy to answer questions. Um, just for me, um, it's a personal thing. Um, if you're going to write me, send a picture. Send a picture of yourself because it's so. I, I deal with so many anonymous people on the internet. You you. You're skeptical of anybody who's anonymous <laughs> internet, as you should be, right? So when when I know when a real swinger couple writes me because they always include a photo. Hmm. That's a good point. You know, just even a vanilla one. Yeah, it's it's just hey, I'm so and so. Here's my face. You know, because you wouldn't walk up to a person at a bar with a bag over your head. You know, so I don't. That's what the internet does. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just it's. It's hard to read, I want to fuck you with no picture and not think it's creepy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I agree. And people can find your videos on that same website, peacockcouple.com? Yeah, but I mean, if you Google Peacock Couple with no spaces, you're going to find a bunch of our free porn too. So okay. if you're cheap, go ahead and don't pay for it. Or at least just get a and then And then subscribe, right? Exactly. exactly. There's a lot on our website that we don't show off for free. Okay. All good stuff. 
We are learning more and more every week with all our fantastic expert guests. We hope you do too. Visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com to find credible information about sex and sexuality. And remember to sign up on sdc.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and find out where the events are happening near you. Use promo code 30314 for the first month free. So check it out. And a reminder to join us at Hito 2, the clothing optional resort in Jamaica for the amazing repeat offenders days december 14th to 27th when the rates are as low as 150 dollars per person per night the rates may be low but the sexiness is off the charts for more information about this trip or anything else visit our le- our website thesexylifestyle.com or of course send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com well that's it for another amazing show today guys thank you so much for being here thank you, thank for, you having for having us, us. Uh, Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 